Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living, a program designed to educate and inspire listeners throughout Indian country. American Indian and Alaska Native Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he is here today to help you learn more about your health. Here is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian and Alaska Native Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we've got a show lined up for you that really, well, it may transform your life. We've got someone whose life has been transformed by some powerful health principles. She's going to share with us her journey and how it can make a difference for you. Mimi Kroger. Mimi, it is great to have you with us on today's edition of American Indian and Alaska Native Living. Well, thank you, Dr. David. I'm happy to be here. You have an amazing story. I just know a few bits and pieces of it, but you dealt with some real significant health challenges that a lot of people can relate to. Share with us a little bit about your background, Mimi. Yeah, absolutely. When I, well, I'm I'm kind of up there now. I'm getting close to 50. Um, this will be my Jubilee year here coming up. But um, I, when I was 19, I was diagnosed with lupus, which is an autoimmune disease where your body's immune system is really overactive and it's constantly running. And so that actually sounded pretty good to me when I was 19. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm like a superhero. I'm never going to get sick. But really the opposite is what happened is my body was just attacking itself. In addition to bad cells, it was also attacking good cells. And so I dealt with much of that for probably over 20 years of my life. Lupus is a disease that we as physicians see not uncommonly, but it's not a real common condition. So a lot of people, they hear about it, they can't relate to it. But it's in this family, sometimes in medical circles, we call them collagen vascular diseases, autoimmune diseases. So we lump uh, rheumatoid arthritis in this group of diseases, lupus, scleroderma. There's a number of conditions that are kind of cousins of each other, if you will. But the common denominator is, like you said, the body is attacking itself, and these diseases can be devastating. You lived with that for 20 years, but you're talking about it in the past tense, which is not often what happens with these diseases. So we know there's a story behind this. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so grateful uh, to our creator for healing me. And what I found is that oftentimes there's a connection between what's going on in our physical body and what's going on in our heart. Um, oftentimes a heart matter can actually have consequences in our physical body. And when I say a heart matter, I mean, even just belief systems, things that we believe about ourselves that aren't true, but we live by them as a result of experiences that we've had in our lives. Mimi, this is such a fascinating topic. It brings me back many years when I had a patient who was a Holocaust survivor, had gone through those horrific experiences in one of the concentration camps. And uh, this gentleman had never come to grips with forgiveness. And it's not a criticism. You know, how do you live through that? And a lot of my Native American listeners, they were in Europe in a concentration camp, but their experience is similar. They were in situations where their family or they themselves went through just horrific experiences and whether it's historical trauma in their family or individually. And so we're talking about these matters of the heart. That particular patient had an autoimmune disease and we were just befuddled. It seemed like nothing would make a difference. And we definitely wondered 
how much of this was something, these deep-seated spiritual, psychological issues, this is really what you came to grips with in your own life, I'm understanding. Yeah, that's right, Dr. David. I live under a principle. Uh, it says this, that you will be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. And that word soul is interchangeable with the word spirit. And again, so that sometimes there is a connection. Now, I'm also a nutrition guide and a personal trainer. And the truth is, is that sometimes it has nothing to do with a heart matter or a spiritual matter. Sometimes mm. it's just, hey, you have diabetes because you're drinking five Dr. Peppers in a day. You know, so it's really really coming into relationship with uh, our creator and having him speak to us about what exactly is the cause of what's going on and really exploring it from a medical side as well. Well, this is great. And we love it when we have people on the show who are not just saying, hey, I read the textbook, I got this degree, but you're in the trenches, you've gone through this yourself, you're helping other people. Right now, you're working as a trainer, a nutrition counselor, you're an author. Tell us a little bit about the range of things that you're doing now to give back to other people, sharing the wisdom that you've gained as you've been on this life journey. Well, thank you for asking that question. Before I do that, I would love to actually share with you my experience as far as how the lupus was related to a spiritual matter in my life. Would you be willing to hear that? Oh, definitely. Whenever you start telling stories, you've got our attention. We're not going to turn you off. So so go ahead and tell us, how did this all play out? Perfect. Yeah, so as, you know, I was kind of, I had done a lot of uh, really just renewing my mind, you know, really believing that uh, the creator of the world wanted health and wholeness for me, that he wanted uh, peace. And that would equate to peace in my life. Oftentimes I say, you know, what is disease, but dis-ease. And so I began to really look into kind of pinpoint what happened at that time when I was diagnosed with the lupus. And the fact is, is that I endured a trauma. And as a result of that, it wasn't something that I had wanted to happen to me, but it did, unfortunately. And really, I felt like my immune system just kind of started going on overdrive, almost like a self-protection. So that was one of the things, although there were definitely other layers to bringing the real reason why that disease came into my life and then replacing lies that I believed. For example, this lie was that I wasn't safe. And so then my immune system was really reacting in like, and then replacing it with truth about our safety and our protection in this world. Now, I know you're a spiritual woman, and many of my listeners relate to that from different perspectives, whether they're coming from a Christian perspective. I know that's a perspective you and I share, but we have a lot of uh, Native American listeners who are Christian, yes, but others uh, more traditional Native beliefs. But definitely this spiritual dimension is something that is real and it's valued. So tell us how that played into this. When we talk about safety and security, a lot of times, uh, just looking from a human perspective, you'd say you're in a situation that's anything but safe, but yet there are some spiritual dimensions where we can draw strength and support from. So tell us a little bit, was that an issue in your life as well? 
Well, I'd love to speak into that because I believe that our creator, think about the fact that anytime you create something, when you make something, you're pretty proud of it. You know, you look at it and, and you just, you love what you see and and think about as a parent, you know, if we have some parents listening that we look at our children, we are the creator of that child and we love that child. And I believe that our creator, that he the one, I always say this, the one that has been with us through every footstep of our life, he knows how to heal the hurts that came from them. And really having communication with our creator is a real key to getting down to some of these belief systems that we carry that do end up affecting our physical health. So help us to see how this all played out in your life. So you've got the lupus, you're reflecting on your life history. You had trauma at the time that the disease process seemed to start. You can connect those dots. And people may be relating to this, Mimi, right now. There might be others with rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or maybe a different autoimmune disease, inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. And they're saying, boy, this sounds like my story. And you're talking about this spiritual dimension, but how does all this come together? Well, I believe that our creator, the manufacturer of our body, knows how to set it back in order. And the truth is, is just like you mentioned in this world, you know, we do have trials and we do have tribulations. We do feel unsafe at times because of the way that people treat each other. And I believe that there is redemption as we look at our own place in relationships and how things are going. Um, Look at our own place in how we're handling our own bodies, what we're feeding ourselves. Um, And so we're responsible, but I believe that we need to get down to the root, you know, in order to to heal. And so whether that be, I am drinking five Dr. Peppers or or I need help with my nutrition or whether it is something spiritual, or like I said, a heart matter with the lupus for me, one of the amazing things that happened is I ended up going, the lupus attacked my kidneys. And so I went into complete kidney failure, but the creator used an experience in my life that very experience to bring good from it and to bring healing to this lie that I believed, which was not just that I wasn't safe, but that people couldn't be trusted. So I had long known that God could be trusted, but I wasn't sure that people could be trusted because of the things that I had been through. And so, and I went into complete kidney failure, all of these people, I mean, my mother-in-law put a post on social media about my needing a kidney And all of these people came out of the woodworks and responded. And it was that response from, I mean, people from elementary school, high school, there was such a big response that the people at the transplant hospital wanted to put a, wanted to put a stop on it and and said, please don't put this out anymore because we're getting inundated with calls. And so that experience spoke to me like, wow, I do have value. I I can trust people. People can be trusted. And so sometimes our creator will use circumstances in our lives to teach us truth as well. And so being able to tune in spiritually and to look at our life from different angles, whether it's things that we're doing or not doing, 
uh, things that are happening in our lives and being able to hone in on what is the creator speaking to us so that we can be healed. Because I believe that it's his desire that we would be set free and be healthy and whole in every area of our lives, whether it be spiritually, emotionally, financially, you name it. That's what I believe. So Mimi, you've got the doctor in me starting to wonder, so did you have to receive a kidney transplant? Did your kidney function improve on its own? So you know, you got us uh, curious here. Yeah, I did get a kidney transplant and I am healed of the lupus now. So some of the things that were playing into that, including rejection, I mean, all of a sudden I felt so accepted because of the love mm. of all of these people that came forth. I mean, it's not like I would be borrowing a purse. I mean, someone was willing to give me an organ like that. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't speak love and faith in people and in our creator, then I don't know what does. Well, your story is an amazing story, and I know so many can relate to it, whether uh, someone's tuning in from Indian country, whether they're not native at all. I mean, diabetes, high blood pressure, these are rampant problems, two of the leading contributors to kidney failure. Some people, autoimmune diseases, polycystic kidney, uh, congenital disease. So there's a number of things that can contribute to the loss of a kidney, but this is just a, it's a huge problem. I mean, we see the dialysis centers going up, whether you're on a reservation or an urban area, and uh, people can relate. So you know this journey. It's not an easy one, but here you are smiling. You're energetic. You're here helping other people. You're an author. I mean, you've got us drawn in, Mimi. You've got me drawn in, and uh, we want to know more about your story and more about some of the practical things you're offering We don't have a lot of time left in this segment, but before we have to step away, if someone's not able to stay with us for the whole interview, they may want to connect with you. I know you've got some great resources. Tell us, is there a single place where people can go, website or otherwise? Sure. I have a website. It's called healthyhappyandheavenly.com. You can read all about my book. Um, There's also free resources on there, a portion guide on, and also the reasons why we need all the food groups um, in our diet. I think oftentimes, um, you know, we're told, oh, just don't eat this entire food group. And I believe that we need them all. So that resource is on there. And then that's free. And then also a, a bonus chapter to my book, which is also free if you go into the book section of the website. Well, this is great stuff. We're going to talk more about uh, Mimi and her resources, but we know what's on the website, but how do we get there, Mimi? Give us that uh, website one more time. I, it went by quickly. Yes, healthy, happy, and heavenly.com. Okay, healthy, happy, and heavenly.com. We'll hear more from Mimi Kroger, things that can help you on your journey to better health. Be coming up right after these important words. Stay tuned. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please reach out to us on the web at A-I-A-N-L dot O-R-G. That stands for American Indian Alaska Native Living. Again, A-I-A-N-L dot org. Or you can call us at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times. And it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. 
Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. When Jim died, I wondered if I would be able to keep the farm. Then I heard about the USDA's loan program for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. It's for women and minorities who may be having trouble getting credit. Once I was approved, the USDA's Farm Service Agency helped me get the credit I needed. Now I don't have to sell, and I can pass the farm down to my kids the way Jim's dad passed it down to him. I know he'd like that. Contact your local USDA Service Center or visit www.fsa.usda.gov. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with Dr. David DeRose and with Mimi Kroger. Mimi Kroger has been telling us about her own journey, how she uh, basically, well, Dare I say it? Fought lupus and won. Maybe that's not the terminology you like, but it's an amazing story. A lot of people with autoimmune diseases seem like they have a life sentence, and uh, they never are able to uh, tell the story that Mimi's telling. So, Mimi, you've definitely got a lot of us, whether we're health professionals or lay people, engaged in your story. And what I think is so exciting is you've taken this experience. I mean, dialysis, kidney transplantation, autoimmune disease, a lot of these things that uh, are some of the most feared conditions that people have, and you're on the show, you're smiling, you're energetic, you're giving back to people. We've already said that people can connect with you through your website. Let me just tell you what I've jotted down if folks are just joining us. Uh, what I've written down is healthyhappyandheavenly.com. Have I got it right? Yes, that's correct. A-N-D. Okay. Healthy, happy, A-N-D, heavenly. No commas, no punctuation, right? Healthy, happy, and heavenly.com. Okay. So let's do this then. Someone wants to engage with you. Maybe they want to pick up your book. Maybe they want to have a personal counseling session with you. Is this just in person? I know you're out in Colorado, right? Does someone have to travel out there to work with you, or do you work with people virtually? I do work with people virtually. In fact, that's most of my client base. And I just want to clarify, I'm not a counselor, but I am a behavior change 
specialist. And so that's my certification. And so I just wanted to make that clear. So I, I don't do therapy, but I do help people kind of get to the root issues of what might be affecting their health and wellness and even addiction. We didn't touch on that, but certain people are, you know, just really stuck in different addictions. Food can be an addiction, um, but it can be anything, shopping, drinking, really anything that is keeping them from living in the fullness of the life that we are created to live in. Well, let's talk about one common scenario that I think people across the demographic lines can relate to. We're dealing with a huge problem worldwide with obesity, overweight. And this is not an exclusively Native American issue. It doesn't matter what segment of the population you look at. Uh, people in North America and in many places of the world are gaining more and more weight. It's contributing to diabetes, to high blood pressure, to heart disease, cancer, the list goes on and on, orthopedic issues. You're helping a lot of people who have these weight issues. Talk to us. Someone's listening right now, hundreds likely, thousands are listening. They say, yeah, I'm trying to get some of these pounds off and I don't know what to do. What are some practical things that you share with people, Mimi, when it comes to weight loss? Well, I tell them to stop deprivation dieting. That is the number mm. one thing that I tell them. And so when I say deprivation dieting, I'm talking about eliminating entire food groups, which I believe our body needs. And so when I say food groups, I'm talking about like carbohydrates, fats, proteins. You know, oftentimes there's a lot of diets out there that are telling us we can't have fat or we can't have carbohydrates. And the truth is, is that we need those food groups. We need carbohydrates for serotonin levels, you know, so that we're not hangry and so that people want to hang out with us. Um, you know, we need fats for, for even getting rid of fats as fat cells bind to other fat molecules and take them out of storage. And today you're actually seeing people overdoing fats. And so really, um, being well balanced is super important. And so having all of the food groups, I believe is one of the main things that you can do. Um, and if you're, if you're not doing that right now, I would just highly encourage people to begin introducing um, all of the major food groups back into your body. So basically, the message I hear you giving us is don't go on that zero-fat diet. Don't go on the keto diet. Don't go on the synthetic uh, food supplement diet, but really eat these whole foods like the creators made for us. And this is one of the foundations of healthy eating, one of the foundations of healthy weight. So talk with us about the person who... Uh, says, yeah, I get that message, but I'm still overweight. It seems like I'm overeating on even these good foods. What kind of practical suggestions do you give someone who's, let's say they've got the right mix, they're, they're eating the, quote, right foods, but they're still not losing the weight? Well, I think oftentimes people are under diet mentality, which doesn't work. So I believe that if you make a law for yourself that you are – human nature going to want to break that law. So even uh, think about children. You know, if I told a child, hey, don't look over there, the first thing, or even a, an adult, if I say, don't look over there, the first thing you want to do is to look over there. If I tell you, you can't eat cookies, then all you think about is cookies. And so really getting out of living under the law and coming into a place where you're listening to your body, you're listening to the creator and walking in that leadership 
rather than under a bunch of rules and regulations, which actually make you want the very thing that you're trying to avoid. And so what I want to tell people is that, you know, there are things that really aren't good for us. Like say, for example, you know, a Cheeto, it is fluorescent orange. It is probably not that good for you, you know? And so we need to use wisdom. And so it's not a free for all, like I can eat whatever I want. It's I do things not because I have to, but because I want to. And so renewing your mind in that area is really a big step. So if you haven't uh, found success, and let me say this too, like sometimes a, a diet will work for a short term in the interim, and that's not necessarily bad. But when we're doing something long-term, it can have major consequences on our hormones, just on our immune system. You know, we need carbohydrates for our immune system. Very important in the day and age that we live in today. And so a lot of what I teach in my coaching is renewing our minds to truth and not so much to what diet companies are trying to sell us, but more what our creator has said is good for us and living by those principles. Mimi, this is a really important discussion. I'm glad, you know, with your background in behavior change and your practical experience, you're bringing this to light because what I really resonate with, you know, when people draw these artificial lines and say, you know, I can never eat uh, another piece of bread or, you know, whether it's whole wheat bread or I, I can't eat grains, can't even eat the whole oats or the wild rice or whatever indigenous uh, foods they might have grown up with, uh, can't eat the whole corn. Uh, you know, we're getting into dangerous territory, but Here's the interesting thing. You know, when we speak about addiction, I want you to help bring us back to this because it's clear when it comes to an addiction, whether we're talking about alcohol or cocaine or anything else, we're not going to tell the people, we'll just use alcohol in moderation or cocaine in moderation. So there are times where we have to make clean breaks, but I really hear you making a plea. Don't draw a line if it's not a line that has to be drawn. Am I hearing you right or is there more to the dialogue than I'm capturing? Well, I believe that we kind of need to deal with our stuff. And sometimes when it comes to addiction, we're turning to things like food or alcohol really to gain a comfort that um, only the creator can give us, really. Mm -hmm. um, he, I believe, has good purposes for us. And I believe that there are forces that want to keep us from living in that fullness. And so addiction can oftentimes be really just a distraction. It can be denial. We're not really wanting to deal with the real issues. And so we turn to food or other things um, to distract us or, or to comfort us. And I believe that our creator has more for us. I believe that he wants us to be free uh, so that we can live healthy lives and be able to do and live in the purpose that he has for us. I, you know, I always say, even if you just have a cold, you're not really interested in helping anyone else with anything. So we really need to have our bodies healthy and whole so that we can help other people. And, but it, it's not even like a, a sacrifice to help other people. We do it because that brings us joy. I'm just a firm believer that when we walk in the purpose for our life and our destiny, that it brings great joy to us and that overflows onto other people as well. So Mimi, you've got a book. Some people may not be comfortable engaging with you in a counseling. I know you're not a counselor, but a, a dialogue education, uh, training session, however we want to term it. They may not reach out to you individually, but they're interested in what you've written. They're interested in some of the free resources We've heard the website. It's healthyhappyandheavenly.com. 
But tell us a little bit about your book, because I know you've mentioned you got a free chapter, at least there, of the book. What is the book uh, all about? Well, the book focuses on spirit and soul healing. So really making that connection with our creator so that we can hear uh, from him about those very things that I mentioned before, maybe some traumas, things, lies that we believe and having that spiritual connection and then healing our soul as a result of that connection by receiving truth. And so when I got to about 250, <laughs> page 250 in my book, I realized I wasn't going to get to the body part. So initially the the book idea was spirit, soul, body healing. And as you know, I'm a personal trainer and a nutrition guide. And so when people work with me directly, uh, they will also get the body piece, which is uh, this behavior change coaching that I do, but also the nutrition piece, making sure that we're getting what our body needs physiologically. And then once we do that, then going into, wow, if I'm getting everything I need physiologically, going into what the body needs. We want to touch more on these topics. We want to give you, as a listener, some more help, practical help about some of the challenges you may be having. Mimi's staying by. I encourage you to do the same. Some very practical insights into diet, nutrition, and other things that might be holding you back from achieving your full potential. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We'll be back with the second half of our show right after this. American Indian and Alaska Native Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please contact us on the web at AIANL.org or call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Unlike other health concerns, mental illness is not always easy to see. Depression won't show up on an eye chart, and you can't measure it on your bathroom scale. Sorting out a mental health concern is not something to attempt on your own. You won't find a bipolar disorder by looking at a thermometer. Like many other health conditions, help for mental illness takes professional diagnosis and treatment. Anxiety won't just go away under a stick-on bandage. So the sooner you seek treatment, the better. If you or a loved one has a mental health concern, don't go it alone. Find out what to do. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Learn more at samhsa.gov support. That's samhsa.gov support. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. 
If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash meth. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with the second half of today's edition of the broadcast. I'm Dr. David DeRose. With me, Mimi Kroger. Mimi has been talking with us about practical nutrition pointers, and she's got a great resource that she wants to put in your hands. You can get it at her website, which is... uh, Simply, as we've mentioned earlier, healthyhappyandheavenly.com. It is, uh, well, Mimi, you tell us a little bit about when someone goes to your website. uh, I just went there during our break, and I got this pop-up. It invited me to give my uh, email, and then I receive a really, really nice handout. Tell us a little bit about what it is. Yeah, um, this handout that people will receive when they sign up for it, um, it's called Why You Need All the Food Groups. And again, I'm just a big proponent of bringing in all the food groups. Um, first of all, diets, you know, part of it just says that diets don't work and that they aren't sustainable. You know, that's another thing. But also eliminating entire food groups really um, can leave gaping holes in your health and your nutrition. And so what I did was I kind of put together, you know, sometimes we're overeating too or we're undereating. And so I put a guide together that would help people know how much of each food group they really need for ultimate health, for, for health. And um, not only that, but the reasons why we need them. It's a really practical, attractive handout. And when people hear food groups, you know, some people are thinking you're talking about dairy and fish and stuff like this. No, it's protein, vegetables, carbohydrates. I'm, I'm looking at the, the handout right in front of me, fat, water at all times. So it's a practical thing. One of the things I loved that you shared about, because so many people miss this, Mimi, is this really powerful connection between carbohydrate intake and serotonin in the brain. We could extend the dialogue beyond that to talk about other neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, but We won't go into all the physiology, but we've known for years that if you shortchange yourself on carbohydrates, you're not going to get optimal levels of key protein building blocks, key amino acids in the brain and the amounts you need, like tryptophan and tyrosine. And I'm so glad you incorporate that into this uh, this handout. You you mentioned this about the mood uh, boosting benefits, the serotonin aspect. So, but at the same time, you're, like you said, giving people guidelines. You're not saying just sit down and eat a pound of white sugar, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely not. It's definitely, um, and that's why I put the two together. So not just the food group, but really a guide on how much of it. I think that that's so important. In fact, I had, you know, I've been around for a while. So back in the eighties, I think you probably remember maybe that it was no fat, low fat craze, right? And we could eat all the carbohydrates that we wanted and that wasn't balanced. And now they're telling us like, don't eat carbohydrates, but eat like fat in just ridiculous amounts. And I actually had a client that was on a diet where she ate all fat and no carbohydrates. You know, she went into ketosis and all of that jazz. Did she lose weight? Yes, she did. 
Uh, but she also lost her health in that. Um, it mm. really messed with her hormones. Um, and so we had to do some work. It was a lot of mind work, just renewing her mind to the truth about needing these things. And then little by little beginning to incorporate all of the food groups so that she could come back into health and wholeness. We need to come back to eating all of the food groups. This is my opinion, um, because we're really missing out when we don't. No, I think it's a great message. And some people get bogged down about what you have to eat in each of these groups. I'm so glad that you give general guidelines for people. You let them, you know, from their own cultural perspective, you know, if a, a native listener says, hey, I'm going to eat some venison as part of my protein, no one has to uh, get on their case. A person can make the best decision in their circumstance and their situation about these things, but um, you're not going to encourage them to go on one of these radical diets where they're leaving out, as you put it, these whole food groups. I mean, leaving out things that we really need because I love how you put it. The creator designed us to eat. I mean, I love that initial picture in the scriptures in uh, the first chapter of Genesis where we see this picture of this, some people call it a whole foods plant-based diet. So whether you're looking at that at a biblical perspective or whether you're looking at traditional native approach from your peoples in uh, the Northern Plains or in the Southeast or the Southwest, wherever you're from, it's amazing to me, Mimi, that as I rub shoulders with people throughout Indian country, almost all of them have stories about a strong plant-based foundation, whether they're talking about the three sisters of corn, beans, and squash, or whether they're telling me some other stories. So just really appreciate you putting this in a practical way that I think anyone can relate to it. No one's pushing some specific agenda, but you're just saying, hey, reality check. And I like how you give some practical ideas about how much, you know, how much fat, according to your handout, is probably going to be needed in a meal. Because some people are saying, well, you know, she's saying fat is good, but you give a guideline. How much fat, according to your handout? Yeah. Um, well, I say a thumb of fat. And Really, that's just based in science, you know, um, with carbohydrates and, and proteins, there's four kcals per gram. Uh, when it comes to fat, there's, uh, not, or let's see, what is it? Nine, I believe it is. It is. It's nine. You got it. You're right on nine kcals per gram. And so that just speaks to the fact that when, you know, if I have vegetables or even if I have a piece of chicken, say, for example, per gram, that's going to have less calories than say a jar of peanut butter is going to have. Right. And so I'm going to have to have less fat because calorically um, it's going to amount to a lot more than carbohydrates or vegetables, for example. So really that's just a lot of science. You know, the truth is, is that we do need to, if people are interested in losing weight, we do need a caloric deficit. Um, in our diet. And so really teaching people some of these things that will help them just make better choices and just realize, hey, I can't have as much fat as I can vegetables or or even carbohydrates because scientifically it shows that I can't. No, it's an important point. I mean, if you're going to fill your stomach up and we don't recommend doing that necessarily, but if you do and a lot of people will, you're going to get a whole lot more calories, like you said, with the refined fats. I mean, whether it's the lard or whether it's uh, butter. Uh, yeah, peanut butter has a fair amount of fat, but it's, of course, got some carbohydrates and protein in it as well because it's from the whole peanut. So 
Mimi, let's come back to this scenario then. A lot of folks tuning in today, they're saying, okay, I'm getting some practical insights about nutrition, about diet. I'm wanting to trim down some. Mimi's getting me to refocus, to look at the big picture. Talk with someone now who's got maybe a chronic disease. Maybe it's diabetes. Maybe it's high blood pressure. One of these diseases, we know there's these lifestyle connections, but they've been listening to you and they say, well, I've been drawing all these lines, things I shouldn't do. I need to do this. I'm not exercising enough and I'm eating the wrong foods. You're trying to help them get into a position where they feel supported, where they're not blaming themselves. Help them kind of walk through what that looks like. Let's say for a person with diabetes, how do you help them to kind of relook at their lifestyle in a positive way? Well, the first thing I do is I always find out where they are. I kind of give this example, you know, if I'm at the mall and I'm trying to get somewhere, I'm going to have to figure out where I am first in order to get to that location. So I do a complete health assessment on them. I find out what they're doing, you know, and I tell them, tell me the good, the bad and the ugly. Like if if you don't tell me the truth, I'm not going to be able to help you. So that's a big step, you know, finding out what they're currently doing and then just gently guiding them into knowledge about nutrition and what's important and and what we really need, not what maybe the world is telling us that we need or even the diet industry is telling us what we need. And then from that point, I actually have a nutritional guidance program. It's a three-week program. I teach them principles on putting good food combinations together so that their insulin levels are in check, so that they are physiologically getting what they need. And then from there, we go into behavior change coaching, if that's something that they're interested in, which really brings in kind of, is there an emotional tie? Are you comfort eating? Getting to the roots of really why we're doing things that aren't helpful for us. And then from there on, uh, hopefully, they can connect with my book as well so that they can do these things on their own as well. So learn how to really connect with the creator and, and kind of getting to these deeper root issues. Cause I always say that there's teaching moments in our life. Just like when I had my kidney transplant, that was a teaching moment. I learned that people could be trusted and that I had value. And so I believe that our creator has teaching moments for us in just like with kids, you know, when, if my child told their first lie at like seven years old, that's a teaching moment right at that time. So I want people to learn how to do this connection process with our creator themselves so that when there's a teaching moment, they can actually hear from him and come into truth so that they can be free. Now, Mimi, we've touched on this uh, earlier in the show, but we have listeners across the spectrum when it comes to spiritual perspective. We have people that would identify themselves as Christians, others that would say, uh, you know, I don't want anything to do with Christianity. I come from a traditional Native American perspective, and my tribal roots are very different than that. Uh, some may uh, come from a more of an agnostic perspective. But regardless of where someone's coming from spiritually, I know you've been sharing a lot of principles in your work that work regardless of someone's background. We have folks that might be tuning in from a Muslim perspective or from a Buddhist perspective, or they might uh, identify more with Judaism. The bottom line is principles are powerful. Your book, though, does draw more from a biblical worldview. Is that safe to say? Yes, that's correct. And here's the thing, Dr. David, you know, our creator 
he gives us free will, you know, so this isn't about putting my beliefs on anyone. This is literally about getting people to come into the fullness of health so that they can have joy and so that they can live in the destiny purpose that they have because they feel well enough to be able to do it. So I'm not interested in pushing my beliefs on anyone. I offer them. Um, and again, there's free will, but certainly when it comes to nutrition and even personal training, I do online personal training as well. Um, accountability is so important. I mean, the statistics on accountability are just ridiculous as far as, you know, if you hear an idea, there's like a 5% chance. These are like statistics from the American Council of Exercise. There's like a, a 5% chance of actually completing your goal. But if you have an accountability partner, if you have someone right there with you, that there's actually, it goes all the way up to a 95% chance of completing your goal. And wow. so if someone's goal is, isn't on a spiritual level, that's okay. We don't have to work in that area. If their goal is more on a physical level, I'm educated in that area as well. So I love taking an all encompassing approach to wellness, but really at the end of the day, every individual has free will and they, they have that right to that. Um, even our creator gives that to us. And so I'm not, I'm certainly not going to take that from them. I'm just here to help in all of the areas that I'm educated to do so. So Mimi, help us. If someone wants to connect with you before we step away for the break, how is the best way to contact you? Just go to the website, healthyhappyandheavenly.com. Again, there's some free resources on there. There's also a contact section at the bottom, and they can reach out to me from there, and I'll get back to them. Okay, we got the website, healthyhappyandheavenly.com. Contact Mimi there. You don't have to wait to hear back from her because she's staying by for our final segment. She's going to answer some uh, final questions that I've got for her that I think you'll find interesting. We'll be back with more. Our final segment coming up right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. If a natural disaster comes knocking, how prepared is your family? You can't just close the door on earthquakes, floods, or hurricanes and hope they go away. That's why it's important to make a plan now. Ready.gov slash plan has the tools and tips you need to prepare your family for an emergency. So if disaster shows up at your doorstep, you'll be ready. Visit ready.gov slash plan and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. What is a number story? My number story started with fear and a lack of support, and it has led me to be there for others. A number story begins in our childhood with ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. My number story begins with the separation from my father and the emotional abandonment from my mother and leads to me being a role model to not only myself, but those around me by becoming the person that wasn't there for me. ACEs are so common, two-thirds of us have one. 
My Never Story begins with drug abuse and homelessness and leads to realizing that I can live life by my own standards. A study found the more ACEs, the more likely we may experience a host of serious health effects, physical and mental, but that doesn't need to be the case. Your ACE number is simply an entry point to your own story. Where it leads is up to you. My Number Story begins with years of emotional abuse and leads to peace, clarity, and security in my self-worth. Take control of where your number story leads at numberstory.org. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian and Alaskan Native Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose for the final segment of today's edition of the broadcast. With me from the beginning of the show has been Mimi Kroger. She is still joining us and answering some important questions that have come up as a result of this journey. Before we get there, if uh, you've not taken it down already, make sure you get her website, healthyhappyandheavenly.com. If you're just joining us, uh, if you jump onto that website, you can sign up immediately, get uh, delivered to your email address, a, a free handout on principles of healthy eating, balanced eating that we've been talking about on the show. Mimi, you've also got information, including a free chapter of your book. Tell us uh, a little bit about the book. First of all, the title of the book and why you called it what you did. Yeah, so it's titled Holy Spirit Help Me Heal. And the subtitle is Overcoming Disease and Dysfunction Through Spirit Connection and Soul Healing. And the reason I I gave the title of the book is because I do believe that we can have a direct line of communication with our creator and that he brings truth in our lives that really sets us free. I love that perspective and whether someone relates to the Holy Spirit or they talk about a great spirit or they have some other way that they connect with the creator. I love this concept of of realizing that we're not in this alone, that there's help available for us. And I know your book really cultivates that sense. So whether someone resonates with every word and, you know, you do include a lot of scriptures in the book. Some people uh, I know in my listening audience, they're going to love that about the book, but others are just going to enjoy it because there's these practical principles about connection. It brings us back to your story. And if Folks uh, have not been with us for the whole show. You shared with us how you had uh, been diagnosed with uh, systemic lupus erythematosus, or just often shortened uh, lupus. You end up with kidney failure. And in the process of all that, you realize that one of the root causes of your immune dysfunction had to do with some early life trauma. Tell us how this Holy Spirit healing ties in with your own journey. Why is this so meaningful to you? Well, Dr. David, I think I shared about the lupus and kind of some of the reasons that that came into my life and was cultivated and and ended up with I ended up with a kidney transplant. Um and kind of the truth that I received from the circumstances in my life and how that equated to ultimately being free from the lupus. There was other layers, things that um, I believed that were not true and coming into that truth um, set me free. But if you don't mind, I would love to share because what had happened to me when the lupus started, that was a really traumatic thing. But I'd love to share a story with you about 
an incident that wasn't really that traumatic, or at least I didn't think so. But sometimes when things happen to us as children, they're big to us at the time. Mm. And we don't even make that connection. But in my time with the Holy Spirit, he revealed something to me that set me free in uh, this area actually of overeating because I had also struggled with an eating disorder. So I'd love to share that story with you if you're interested. We definitely want to hear it. A lot of folks will relate to the eating disorder connection. Help us there. Yeah. So I grew up with uh, just a lot of um, high standards, I guess, and really some harsh discipline. And as a result of that, I kind of felt like I wasn't enough or that even sometimes that there wasn't enough. And so I asked the creator, I said, what is it? Why is it that I still feel like I'm not enough or that there isn't enough in my life? And in that moment, I had a vision. I had this encounter where I was brought back to a memory in childhood where I was at a friend's home. I was just a child playing with all the other kids. We were in the backyard and they split open a mango and it was for everyone to, to eat. And I went and I got a piece and man, I loved it. I was all over it. And I loved it so much. I played around, went back, got another slice. And as I did, the person that owned the home looked at me and said, what are you doing? That's for everybody. And I believe that the creator showed me that in that moment, I believed that there wasn't enough or that maybe mm. I wasn't enough, that I didn't deserve a piece of mango. And then I had a vision where the creator came and sat with me and we were at a plastic picnic table. I had pigtails in my hair, just like I did as a child in that memory. And I saw him handing me, we were drinking tea in these plastic teacups and he was handing me a mango slice. And then as I took it, he was smiling really big. Then he gave me another one and another one and another one. And it became a heart revelation to me. And it lined up with scripture. Um, our creator is called El Shaddai, God Almighty. Um, the literal translation of that is the all breasty one. It's a picture of a mother that gives sustenance to her child. Um, another name for our creator is Jehovah Jireh, which means he is provider. Um, and so it's important to know that when we have these encounters with the spirit, that they line up with who the creator says that he is. And so that's one of the reasons behavior change coaching is also important is because I can help navigate those waters and make sure that whatever it is that we're hearing is coming from a place of love and a place of truth. But having that truth of knowing that I was enough in that moment, it equated to this fact that I was overeating all the time, feeling like there wasn't enough. But when I got this truth, when I got this revelation, all of a sudden, I didn't feel like I had to take that extra piece of whatever. I knew that I was okay just the way that I was and that I didn't have to strive for anything. Now, this is so great. I mean, I love it because one of the things that I noticed in, in my work working with uh, people with all kinds of chronic diseases, lifestyle-related diseases, we'd often put people on supervised fasts. We'd actually do it in a residential setting. And one of the interesting things we found is that what was so transformative to many people about even a short fast of several days is when they didn't die, um, we had no fatalities. And it would be a, it just kind of like what you're sharing, that, oh, I, I don't really have to eat all this food at every meal. 
I really could skip a meal or even not eat for a day, and I'm not going to die. And so a lot of people say, well, why is that so profound? But a lot of people, regardless of whether it was something in their early childhood or growing up, we feel like, hey, if we don't get everything in, you know, we're going to be in trouble. So I think there's a really powerful concept, and uh, I do believe that sometimes the Creator does guide by dreams, by visions. And like you said, I mean, it's part of the biblical worldview, but so many people throughout history have shared stories where, like you said, definitely check to see if it lines up with a greater source of reality, because some people can have some pretty crazy dreams, and you don't want to act on those things either. So uh, Mimi, I just appreciate your positive outlook, your own life journey, And I know we don't have a lot more time, but there are folks that say, I want to connect with you on a deeper level, whether it's through your books, whether it's through your free resources. Tell us one more time how to get to your website and why someone would even want to go there. What can they find when they go there? Yeah, the website is healthyhappyandheavenly.com. There are a couple free resources on there, um, a protein, carbohydrate, fat guide as far as how much we need of those nutrients. And then in addition to that, they can get a copy of a bonus chapter for my book. And that's a beautiful, it's really a beautiful story on the grace that our creator has for us. Um, oftentimes, some of the things people are dealing with are guilt and condemnation, which can wreak havoc on our souls, which then wreaks havoc in our physical bodies. So being mm-hmm. able to release that through grace. And so that's what that story is all about. It's called Beauty for ashes, even if you start the fire. Whoa, I love that. Beauty for ashes, even if you start the fire. Wow, because that really deals with that whole guilt dynamic, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. And to know that people are often dealing with that guilt dynamic when it comes to dieting and food. So oftentimes the very thing that we end up feeling bad about because we didn't allow ourselves to have it, we actually then come back and want that more because that's what we're using for comfort. So getting rid of that whole guilt thing and just being like, hey, okay, so I messed up and there's just grace for this next meal. I don't have to just give the whole day and say, oh, well, forget it. I already messed up. So now I'm just going to eat whatever I want. So Mimi, we've got the website. It's healthyhappyandheavenly.com. The word and is spelled out. So Healthy, happy, A-N-D, heavenly.com. And that's also the best way to get a hold of you personally. If someone does want to uh, maybe meet with you, they want a, a personal session with you, can someone do that just like a single visit or they have to sign up for a whole plan? How does that work? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I do a lot of things. So I am a personal trainer. I'm a nutrition guide and I'm a behavior change specialist. And so I will hop on a call for about 30 minutes. I'll find out what each client needs, and then we'll take it from there. Great. Mimi, you've been a great guest. I appreciate all you're doing to try to make a difference in the lives of others. Thank you so much for being willing to share your own story as well. For all of us at American Indian Living, we just want to say thank you. Oh, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. I'm honored to be here. And for all of you that joined us on today's edition of the broadcast, I'm Dr. David DeRose, as always, wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.